Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. For the epistle of Jude, uh, since there's only one chapter in this epistle, this will be very short also. First of all, the author of Jude identified himself as the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. This Jude was most likely the half-brother of Jesus. We have no indication of what office Jude held, but the epistle itself suggests that he had a position of authority that qualified him to write letters of counsel. As with the other general epistles, little is known about the audience of the book of Jude. Jude merely addressed his writing to uh, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. Although it is one of the shortest books in the New Testament, Jude has information that is not found anywhere else in the Bible. Jude speaks of angels which kept not their first estate, of a confrontation between Michael and Lucifer over the body of Moses, and of a prophecy of Enoch about the Savior's second coming. Jude wrote to urge his readers to be devoted to their, in their defense of the faith in the midst of ongoing apostasy and to warn, to warn them against people in the church who were trying to lead them into forbidden paths. Jude uh, verses 4 to 9 is similar in wording to 2 Peter chapter 2, but whereas Peter was prophesying a future apostasy, Jude spoke of the fulfillment of that prophecy. The heading to the chapter says, Contend for the faith, some angels kept not their first estate, Michael disputed about the body of Moses, Enoch prophesied of second coming, mockers shall come in the last days. Second Peter and Jude are companion epistles. They struggle with the same problem and come forth with the same answer. Apostasy and rebellion were happening in the church. Peter and Jude testify that the saints still had the truth. Jude may have had Peter's epistle before him since many of his words are the same. That was by Bruce R. McConkie. Jude and Second Peter are two witnesses of the same principles. We need to pay close attention to Jude since his writing is a second witness of Peter's epistle. Jude's descendants are the only descendants of the early church leaders that are mentioned in other historical records. Jude's grandchildren were inter- interviewed by the emperor to see if they would be a danger to his kingdom. Verse 1. Jude, the servant of God called of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them who are sanctified of the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. Called Judas by Matthew and Judah by Mark, a son of Joseph and Mary and one of the Lord's brothers. That was by Elder McConkie. The Lord's brother James, the apostle, Judas, the half-brother of Jesus. Uh, Again, he's speaking maybe to members of the church. Verse 2, Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith uh, which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, 
and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, those who deliberately uh, tried to tear down the church is what he's talking about here. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. Even though the Lord preserved the Israelites out of Egypt, they were destroyed through disobedience. Remember, those are the ones that uh, wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Verse 6, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. A conscious effort to rebel against the truth, those that kept not their first estate, this, this was a choice on their part. If there is a first estate, there's a second estate and maybe a third. The only Bible reference that mentions our first estate, it's also in Abraham. Joseph Smith said, At the first organization in heaven we were all present and saw the Savior chosen and appointed and the plan of salvation made, and we sanctioned it. We came to this earth that we might have a body and present it pure before God in the celestial kingdom. The great principle of happiness consists in having a body. The devil has no body, and therein and herein is his punishment. Verse 7. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring again against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. Commentators assume, and it surely must have been so, that Jude had had before him and was quoting from a then-current apocryphal book, The Assumption of Moses, which has been preserved to us in fragmentary form only. This non-canonical work presents the doctrine that Moses was translated and taken up into heaven without tasting death. It appears that Satan, ever anxious to thwart the purposes of God, disputed about the body of Moses, meaning that he sought the mortal death of Israel's lawgiver so that he would not have a tangible body in which to come, along with Elijah, who also was taken up without tasting death, to confer the keys of the priesthood upon Peter, James, and John. That was by Bruce Amakonke. <clears throat> Verse 10. But these speak evil of those things which they now know, which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feasts of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit there, whose fruit withereth, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these sayings, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints. This is a quote from First Enoch, another apocryphal book. Moses 7 includes parts of the book of Enoch. Verse 15, To execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of, because of advantage. 
or profit or gain. From revelations given to Joseph Smith, we know that the book of Enoch will come forth in due course, and that Enoch personally ministered to Jude and quoted the statement recorded in this epistle. Verse 17, But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before the were. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers, those who deliberately seduce away from the church in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the spirit. Apostasy occurs because of sin. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, or some are persuaded by fear and some by love, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh, in other words, avoiding any contact with sin. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter and the end of the book of Jude. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.